0: It's so tangible. I can just, mm-hmm. I can put my hands on it.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: bolt on a new part, and now it's better. And, my, and, and you know, my profession, man, that's you just, you just can't do that with human beings.
1: Welcome to the Inspiro Podcast, the podcast exploring personal growth leadership, strategy, communication, and fulfillment. We are your hosts, Jason Luchtefeld and Bill Woodburn. I'm here as a dentist transitioning into a career to help facilitate individuals and their
0: organizations towards a more fulfilling future. Hi there, I'm Bill Woodburn and I'm a licensed professional counselor and licensed marriage and family therapist in Austin, Texas. I'm fascinated by the way people come together to solve problems, whether that's couples or families, dental practices or organizations. We're going to be exploring a lot of topics and for us to be able to be free to do that, I have to let you know that this is not intended to be dental advice or counseling advice. part of what we're taught um i know in your profession but also in 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 mine is is to be some sort of extra human meta-human not fully human to do what we do Uh, you have to be objective you have to be clinical you have to be detached you have there are all sorts of words for it but basically it's kind of like checking your, your humanity at the door and before i get too critical on that i mean i i do think that our professions are flagging an important piece uh which means that if you're going to be working with people and if you're going to be in a healing profession um your humanity is going to be hung out there too uh you're going to be open to being hurt uh you're going to be open to um having questions about life the universe and everything that yeah if you're working in a factory you just cruise on by i mean who that cares but when you have someone ask you um like with chronic pain why did this happen to me Mm -hmm. and you can give a clinical reason but that's not the question they're asking Mm -hmm. why why do i have to suffer yeah i'm a good person i've done good things and now i'm suffering and i might be suffering for the rest of my life and you know what universe does that work in? and then you go home with that because whatever glib answers we're taught, you know, that 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 might even work with a client or a patient. But yeah, then we got to go home and then we're sitting there watching Netflix and suddenly we're thinking, hmm, why do bad things happen to good people? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think
1: one point there of an important clarification, because uh, you had mentioned this being something that our professions share. And I think that. There is the potential for them to share that. The difference is, I don't think you have a choice. And I think that dental practices have a choice. And I think most of them make the choice that they don't want to enter that part of the arena. And they want to just do dentistry. And so they, they don't have those deeper conversations. They don't ask the questions. They just decline to treat chronic pain and may refer it out. They don't have a conversation about why are you crying today, Mrs. Jones? We're just doing a cleaning. And so instead, they just push all that aside and they get the dental stuff done and let them go on their way. And you don't get that choice in your profession.
0: Well, I believe you don't get that choice in my profession if you want to be really good at it. Okay, but my mentor always used to say, "Being a counselor is a great place to hide. Oh, really? So okay. I'm gonna, I'm, you know, I'm going to go ahead and out my professional a little bit and say, "No, no, no. We we are challenged by this." Okay. And just like dentists are challenged like this, and we and we are tempted to uh, avoid it, just like dentists are tempted to avoid it. I mean, okay. This is we we are a lot closer on this than, than most people think. Yeah. Uh, now we have to make a choice, but I believe that you know. A good dentist has to make a choice how close are you going to operate how 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 human are you going to be mm-hmm. um and it's a it's a, it's a rather dynamic choice it depends on the day how you are what patient we're talking about what procedures we're talking about who you need to be i mean it's it's complex and nuanced i don't want to i really don't want to make this some sort of black and white this no. is good this is bad kind of situation yeah
1: Yeah, I think that's a great point that we all need to figure out where that line is for us, that we are comfortable being maybe a little bit challenged, but also opening up a door for uh, providing more care to people as humans versus just as teeth. And that that line is going to be different for all of us with different patients even. And so getting to know the patient so you know
0: when it's too much for you I think is important and getting to know ourselves Mm -hmm. and on on that particular day you know I'm reminded of oh many years ago I was uh, teaching a course at the local counseling grad school here and I was teaching a family dynamics course so I get up for a lecture one of the first of the class and what the class doesn't know is I've just flown in from my father's funeral. You know how many times you say father in the family dynamics class? You know, and at some point I just had to, you know, I was I kept facing away from the class and writing, writing stuff on the blackboard that I didn't need to write on the blackboard. And finally I just had to like stop and say, okay, guys, I gotta level with you. I am struggling emotionally with this. And this is where I am today, and this is what I'm going to be able to do today. And there are gonna be some things I'm probably not gonna to do today, and we'll we'll just pick them up in a couple of weeks when things are more leveled out. It was just I have to know me and be able to accept me and then kind of explain me to the other people, and we have to come up with something that works for everybody, but also works for me, and knowing that, you know, human beings have limits. And if, and if you come in from your father's funeral, you're, you're going to have some feelings.
1: Mm-hmm. So that self-awareness piece, uh, can you talk us through that? How, how that obviously that plays a critical role, but how do we develop that ability in that kind of frame in order to be able to still get a job done To to not like you didn't you didn't cancel the class? which you could have done. Some people would have. Sure. And and that can be okay too. Uh, some people would have been able to talk right through it and not had a problem. And that's okay too. So I'd like to know more from you about how to coach someone through developing the self-awareness and like the resilience part of with that so that they can Figure out what the right choice for them is in a difficult circumstance.
0: Yeah, oh gosh, there's there's a lot there. Uh, the first thing I'm going to talk about is what anxiety is—that feeling of of threat that we get that comes that we labeled an, anxiety—and that's different than fear. Fear is, you know, there's a tiger in the room and he could eat me, and I'm afraid because here's the tiger right there, and and there's certain You know, both metabolic processes and, you know, I mean, it's, it's a thing. We recognize that as fear. But anxiety, usually we're feeling it without the presence of the thing that we're afraid of. Or at least it's certainly not in front of us. What anxiety is, at least in my professional, is when we are afraid that we will lose control of our feelings and that some feeling we don't want to feel will come up, present itself, and we'll have to feel it. You say that so, again? Sure. That anxiety is when we're fearful of losing control of ourselves or our inner selves and having a feeling that we dread come up, feeling we don't want to feel. Uh, you know, you could have anxiety because you think if you if you don't do this and this, then you're going to feel terribly guilty or terribly ashamed, or you'll just hate yourself if you don't go back and check and make sure that you turn the stove off. I know you're halfway down to your vacation, but I just can't stand it. I've got to, okay, that's that's that anxiety dynamic. If I don't want to feel this, there's no tiger in the room. You know, we're not reacting to an actual thing. We're reacting to this this fear that we're gonna have to feel something Okay. at some moment in the future, and that it might be imminent right now with this uh, patient, with in this situation, with this procedure, uh, oh my gosh. And it, that's not really fair because, again, nothing nothing that's happened yet. Uh, nothing really is even threatening yet. What's threatening is we might have to feel a feeling we don't want to feel. Now, the reason I bring this up real quick to link it is one of the first things to be aware of for self-awareness is wait a minute how much of this feeling i'm getting is that i'm afraid i'm going to feel something as long as we've got that then we that works against our self-awareness what about i can feel what i need to feel whether that's good bad or in the middle that i can go into work and i can feel what i need to feel in my practice it's not going to crush me it's not going to kill me okay now I'm, I'm able to move anxiety off the table and i'm just dealing with what is for me and i don't it doesn't have that that turbo boost that anxiety gives it well there you go
1: episode 1 of the staying human series more next week Talk at you then.